Hello and welcome for one more episode of Interviews with World Class Designers. My name is Gideon Mashava and I'm your host. After the pilot episode of the podcast, I decided to record the first season. And for the first season, I've decided to do something different. I was in Milan in early February for the Interaction 20, one of the biggest interaction design conferences in the world. So I decided to interview my fellow designers who attended that conference. My guest for the first season is the Mozambican designer Mauro Banz. With Mauro, we talk about finding the right problem to solve and how to do it. And also how the future of design looks like and how we as designers can do to be part of it. Without further ado, let's go to the show. Hello everyone, we're here for one more episode of my podcast, World Class Designer, and this time I'm talking to Maru Banzi. So me and Maru, we currently in Milan uh, for different reasons. So we end up taking this opportunity to record one of the episodes for the World Class Designer. Okay, so like... Uh, the idea of this podcast is to try to get insights like uh, to other people in, in, in order to turn them in, into world-class designers. So I wanted this to become like an uh, informal conversation. Uh, so we talk about design topics and things that you think uh, interest you like in your area and things that you think might be useful based on your perspective. But let's start this uh, like this podcast like uh, you introducing yourself. Yeah. And your name and what you do for a living. Yeah. Uh, hello, everyone. Hello, listener. My name is Mauro. Uh, this is my actually my first podcast interview. So uh, it's. I hope I don't screw everything up. Uh, yeah, I am a UX designer and I'm also an entrepreneur. Uh, I'm almost done with my master's degree in human-computer interaction. Um, at Aalto University in Finland and uh, KTH, uh, Royal Institute of Technology in, in Sweden. Um, so yeah, um, I think this is a pretty cool opportunity to talk about um, some things that I'm excited about, um, you know, in the kind of design and entrepreneurship uh, scene. Um, yeah, so thanks, thanks for having me. Oh, great. So before we dig dig into design topics, uh, please uh, tell me a bit about the city that you are in right now. You're in Italy, Milan. What do you think about the city and the weather mainly? I mean, yeah, it's a... Uh, well, I should say that I live in Helsinki in Finland. Um, so, you know, it can get cold and dark there. Um, so it's always, uh, it's always nice to, you know, come to the south and get a little bit more of uh, sunshine and uh, I mean, I, I like Milan. It's it's nice and it's a pretty big city. Um, what about you? What do you think about it? Uh, like I've been touring in like uh, in Europe yeah. uh, in the last few weeks. Yeah. And uh, I can't tell that Milan is my favorite city, <laughs> but uh, it's a great city. Also, so I can't lie. It's, I really like the the Italian culture and how people yeah, live here. The food. It's a very quite active city. Also, you can walk late in the night and still find people like walking like normal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm not used to this kind of 
like environment, environment like yeah. where i'm coming from like after 8 p.m everyone is home <laughs> <coughs> so yeah like i think that is one of the good part of milan so far yeah. like beside of the weather like the weather is mostly like south africa so like ah, okay it's fine is it though yeah, it, it is. is it colder here yeah in in in, uh, in winter south africa can have like similar weather also okay so like i'm quite fine i think i'm used to it like okay. south africa trained me a well. okay uh so okay maru let's talk about design yeah <laughs> what design. is design for you huh you know to me design is all about being useful i think that's what it boils down to it is you know we have people in the world trying to achieve things and sort of encountering barriers and i think design is all about identifying those kind of wishes um and the barriers that are preventing them from happening and then coming up with solutions to make it happen i think that's the kind of main thing about design um what i specifically wanted to talk about today um which is a topic that i'm quite interested in um i should say that um as i mentioned uh i'm an entrepreneur uh so you know it's been about a year that i have sort of you know i've i've been you know excited and fascinated about entrepreneurship and startups for quite a while and i've been learning a lot of stuff about that um but it's been a- about a year that i kind of decided that okay i i am going to be an entrepreneur and i'm like really going to try to get something off the ground um and uh i've come uh I've realized a few things now and and that's sort of uh what I wanted to talk to you about this time. Um and it all has to do with human nature. I think that's uh uh like the umbrella term that we can uh that, that we can use. Um you know, so basically, you know, um early stage entrepreneurs basically, you know, spend a lot of time studying things about startups like you know funding um you know culture um how do you manage people and all of that stuff um but we know that um the main reason why startups fail is because they fail to uh identify a need uh, that you know people really care about that and they are willing to pay for um there are other reasons why startups fail but you can always boil it down to that right so everyone kind of knows everything about startups but that is like the hardest thing that only the kind of uh, successful companies uh, are able to to master right um there are other reasons why you can fail after you have that but for the majority of cases like that's the hardest thing to get like um identifying a need that is intense or that is big enough um that people really care about your product whatever it is you can have a shitty product but if it's solving a real pain point then you're much more likely to succeed than the other way around right um um so yeah right now i've come to the realization that um you know uh customers at the end of the day are people right um and you know people are human beings and not like birds or i don't know like any other animal i i i know people don't like to think of human beings as as animals but you know at the end of the day we are 
and being human beings we have sort of certain uh, like characteristics about ourselves that are rooted in, in biology for example um, so well, basically characteristics of you uh, if I'm following your thought process like what you're trying to say is the way we are the way we are yeah might guide the way we react to the products that we use right yeah 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 something like that so yeah so because we are in a certain specific way that creates like certain behaviors right and I think that entrepreneurs and sort of product designers don't spend enough time uh, learning about the human being you know I think um, people spend a lot of time l learning in a in a uh, the wrong level of abstraction like you are learning about your customers by the conventional wisdom is that okay you have an idea right and then you go and you talk to the customers and then from that those interactions you you will learn whether they you know care about the problem that you're trying to solve or not and then you know so you have this iterative style of like reaching the right uh, answers the, the right answers right um, but that is a method that is very prone for errors. We know that, you know, it's, you know, it's what people say is not very reliable, right? Um, so I think people should go even deeper, should study uh, humans on a more like fundamental level. Like, I think that um, we should look at the human needs and sort of what are the most essential human needs and uh, sort of needs, wants, and desires. What 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 is it? Um, what are what are those? And uh, okay, if you think about the universe of ideas that exist in the world, right? Um, there are many uh, bad ideas, and there are many good ideas, right? And the amount of good ideas so let me let me take you back from what you said before yeah so you're saying like basically what entrepreneurs have to do is like instead of like investing on building products they have to study like the users <clears throat> trying to understand the human needs yeah exactly but I, don't, don't you think that this might deviate from the first goal example what you mean is uh i'm building a mechanic tool for for a car yeah do i have to understand the human need to build a problem that I know for fact that exists. That's the thing. If if people were able to pinpoint those things, then we would have many more companies that wouldn't or products that wouldn't fail because of a lack of uh, kind of problem solution. But fit. like uh, what I think is uh, trying, uh, like when we talk about how companies fail. First of all, kind of deviate the main point of, of, of the conversation because I think we should focus on design. Because that is a fact that you can't prove. There is m multiple factors that companies fail. I know. But uh, like what, what I think is, what is the design part? How, okay. like how, okay, let, let me say I'm starting, my, I'm starting a new project today. Yeah. Uh, how in practical terms can I get running and understanding my users like because most of the people who like start companies they really know the problem that they're trying to solve uh so I, how do i do like my first step on the right direction like using a design approach i mean yeah i don't i don't fully agree on that 
and you know like um, you're right I shouldn't be talking about companies but what when, when, when I say companies I'm actually talking about the products that they make yeah, and um, um, so it's I think at this point it's pretty clear that that is the main reason why many products fail is because uh, the products are not really solving any like real user needs right and so that's why you have all of these kind of methodology to uh, that you can use to um, to better understand the people you're serving that's the challenge that's that's always the challenge because it's, it's very common that entrepreneurs have an idea okay I have experienced something in my life and I have an idea but uh, more often than not that turns out to not be a significant problem so I think that's a pretty inefficient way um, of looking for opportunities or looking for the right problem to solve because the space the universe of bad ideas is just so huge that if you just kind of come up with ideas on your own and you like try to test them and like try to talk to people it's just gonna take so much time like you at, at least you're gonna take like at least one week to test one idea right so okay it's a very okay. it's a very inefficient way of of like experimentation i, I got your part yeah. I, i understand the brief or the part of the problem yeah. so let's get practical now yeah so how do we solve this problem yeah so um uh what i think uh is interesting is to reduce this uh the your search space like the uh like the universe of possible ideas and you want a way to kind of make it smaller or like exclude a lot of the bad ideas from the start so that it's easier for you to search for like the good idea right um, so I think that one thing that is kind of uh, present in all or in, in many good ideas is the fact that they strongly connect to a basic human need um, so let's think about okay as human beings we for example we have to eat right like it's mandatory every single person on earth has to eat you know people from the past needed to eat people in the future will need to eat everybody needs to eat no matter who you are the country you live in everybody has this fundamental need right and um, so you have um, uh, so I think you know companies that are trying to Uh, cater for this need have a high chance of 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 of, uh, of being successful because they are catering for 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 a need that everyone has and it's a strong need right you can't go like a full day without eating something right if you don't eat for a few weeks you're gonna die right so the need is always there you know if you think about companies like for example food delivery companies or like restaurants or like um, you know they're so you know grocery stores they they have that uh, kind of problem solution fit because the solution I mean because the need the problem is there and it's a strong one right and this is just one if you think about um, sex for example like we are also driven by evolution to want to have sex and to you know to feel that need right and then you have all of these like uh, uh, solutions in the world that are like catering for that 
specific need. Um, but besides the, the, the need, I think um, there needs to be uh, a barrier that keeps you from fulfilling the need. Let's say, let's, uh, let's consider like eating for example, right? Um, you can't just kind of think, okay, I'm hungry now, I want food and then the food is there, right? You need to do something to get the food. You need to cook, for example. You need to go to the grocery store, <clears throat> come back home and, and prepare that meal. And it maybe takes you an hour or something like that. It takes effort and it takes money and everything like that. You know? and so, um, so there's a significant barrier there. Um, and what the, you know, the companies, for example, like food delivery companies, they, what they're trying to do or what they do is just remove that barrier and fulfill that need, right? Um, if you think about breathing, for example, that's, um, that's also one need uh, that everyone has. You can't go a few minutes without breathing, but you don't have as many barriers to breathing. It, it happens like autonomously. You just breathe. Not if you're not in China. Yeah, like, yeah, unless, <laughs> unless you are in, um, unless you are in a, unless you live in a polluted, um, air polluted city or I don't know, maybe you're in the mountains or something like that and there's a lack of oxygen. But in general, it's just, there's very little barrier to, to the process. So, but you do have companies that sells air purifiers. Exactly, that too. You know, but if you don't have, I mean, maybe they, are, they sell very well in places like China, for example, but like at least uh, in, you know, Helsinki where I live, it's like, there is no problem. Uh, the air is, is very clean. Um, so yeah, I think um, this frame of mind um, is important uh, because, you know, if you think about the fundamental needs that we have as people, as, as human beings, um, you can then identify the ways in which those needs are not being fulfilled. Um, for example, we are also social animals, right? Like humans are social, um, which means that we you know, always need to be connected to other people. We need to, to make friends, we need to have people to talk to and everything. That's, that's a basic need that is cemented by millions of years of evolution. So it, it's strong, you know, I mean, you, you work remotely, I, I also uh, sometimes do, and um, I can tell you that it, it, it feels pretty lonely when you're working like by yourself in some room, right? I, m many times I go to cafes and I, you know, I, I buy like a, I don't know, five euro coffee or something like that, just so I can be around people, even if I'm not like actively talking to anybody there. You know, but it's just just the like the feeling of being around people already, like in you know feels good, you know. So, um, so you know, companies or products that are also catering for for that, you know, drive to connect to other people. I think they have a high chance to find people that are actually interested in what they're doing, you know, versus like companies like just doing random things. So I guess kind of like the message or the kind of the thing, the insight that I'm particularly interested in at the moment is, is that of like uh, putting some effort into learning about human nature, into learning about what are the fundamental things that we, um, that we want, that we need as human beings. And 
um, I haven't done much study on it uh, yet so I can't tell you a lot of things but I can tell you that for example you have needs that are rooted in biology like the ones that we've discussed be uh, before like you know they need to eat they need to breathe um, they need to reproduce and, and, and they need to drink water and things like that um, but you also have uh, needs that are on a higher level on a more of a cultural level because as human beings we have the capability to invent things that don't exist uh, to think about things that don't exist in our minds um, and sort of that's what we call culture right like culture social norms and things like that and you can have needs that are uh, driven by culture rather than by biology um, like for example you have religions that um, in which let's say a priest uh, is forbidden from from having uh, intercourse right like that's a biological need that the priest has but because of the social norms or like the religious um, like story um, they um, they suppress that need right so you cannot explain human behavior all just by the kind of bio biology and like the genetics and things like that but you also have to like examine the cultural realm like what are the things that we do based on the culture and all that all of that stuff you know what are the things that the culture teaches us to want and to desire and things like that um, so yeah I think that once you study both of those realms I think you're gonna be more uh, better equipped to you're gonna have better ideas I think you're gonna like be able to judge ideas better to come up with better ideas and you're gonna be closer to coming up with you know like product ideas that are more likely to be of interest to people once you understand that and I myself admit that I'm kind of ignorant in that side although for example you know I, I almost done with a like a master's degree in, in human computer interaction but I didn't study you know psychology enough I didn't study any of those things enough um, so um, that's those are things that I'm pretty excited to to study and uh, um, listener if you're interested in um, in, in studying those things with me I am launching a newsletter um, uh, it's uh, th the address is mauru.badense.com which is my first name and full name so it's m-a-u-r-o-b-a-n-z-e.com um, so I'm gonna be reading books about psychology about um, human cognition and about um, sociology um, and I'm gonna be writing one article every week about those topics so basically I'm gonna read one book and I'm gonna write one article about it and you know just kind of thinking about about what I what I read and how that relates to this mission of of, 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 of creating successful products and uh, yeah yeah, the, this this is kind of insightful, like uh, insightful view, like like for me when you when you frame things on this perspective, make things like kind of clear now. When you say 
try to see a problem on the realm of the needs and try then see the problem that people have to fulfill those needs yeah. make like problem solving like seems like simple but yeah. in reality <laughs> we know that it's not simple like yeah, that yeah. but I like I really like that approach yeah. so like uh, Maru, let's uh, moving for another question because yeah. I can feel that we can talk th- about these topics for days yeah. because you seem very passionate about it yeah. so uh, let me ask you about what do you think is the this, the the how can I say like the direction that design is taking nowadays like uh, like from like based on the many areas that design have from interaction design product design user experience design Yeah. and what that means and how do you see the future changed based on all those movements and naming uh yeah i think um you know um as i said before in the beginning design is all about identifying what people want and identifying the barriers and then coming up with solutions for that <clears throat> uh and the world changes right Um, we have new technologies and I think that as a designer you need to be aware of what you know technology can do nowadays or what are the technological trends where the world is kind of uh, moving um, the direction towards which the world is moving uh, and that has the potential to to change what design is Uh, means or what skills you need in design um, I think uh, nowadays we have things such as airpods for example in which people are you know constantly wearing this head headphones and 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 this audio devices and you know that's something that um, designers need to be aware of and It's a realm in which you know you can learn to design for um, instead of designing like visual interfaces which I think is the thing that has been most commonplace for the last few decades you know changing from just changing a little bit the, the, the form factor from from desktops to to mobile devices but you know I feel like the world is, is becoming more kind of multi-dimensional. And it's not just about the you know the images and the text that you have on on your UIs it's also about the audio you know like there are things like you know I mean branding nowadays it's it's like you, you have a logo for example that represents your company but do you have a sound that represents your company for example like if we live in a world in which people are doing you know lots of things with audio like um, What does that mean for for a designer um, I uh, last year I picked up this book it's called wired for speech um, I think it's pretty interesting interesting and it um, it talks about how human beings are so like um, so good at speech and um, how that is so like fundamental to us and also how we connect um, the uh, social information with speech so if you if you are for example designing um, a like a Alexa app for example 
um, you need to take into account that people are innately um, wired to to look for social cues in, in the voice and so as a designer you need to understand those things like you know what what exactly are people what information are people exchanging when they're talking and how can you you know build your voice uh, app so that um, it provokes the right reactions in, in people you know so that people feel the right things when they hear that voice you know and you have things like uh, like uh, wording you have things like intonation and all of that stuff so I think I guess what I'm trying to say is that there's this bigger trend of moving from just like designing visual interfaces to to taking into into account like a more multi dimensional dimensional world and 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 you know as a designer you have to understand humans better in order to successfully design um, products for this new age okay great uh, just a wrap up uh, Maru what would you recommend to someone who wants to start a design career to do today Ooh, uh, I don't I don't think I'm particularly qualified to answer this question because I'm not like terribly experienced um, I'm not a terribly experienced designer um, but um, you know you have so many resources available nowadays where uh, huh where where um, you know online um, so uh, can you be specific um, okay like don't use Google because it's not a valid answer because yeah, we yeah. all know that yeah our search results depend of on our history and if you never google nothing about design yeah that might influentiate on the quality of the results that you get yeah okay um i guess i think i would perhaps start by ordering a few books um that you from which you can get the fundamentals of like what what does it mean to design Which books um there's the classic um don norman um, design of everyday things I think that was an influential book for myself um, you know you read that book you understand what design is all about um, and then I think you know it all depends on the best ways that you learn if you learn by for example like watching videos you can look for for uh, I'm not so informed about this but I'm pretty sure there are many online courses where you can get some really good like um, even free um, design education um, if you if you can you can do a you can go to university and study design as well um, I think that's also a good way of doing it um, uh, where can people find uh, can find you online yeah um, as I said um, it would be really amazing listener if you would subscribe to my newsletter it's my first name and last name dot com um, or you can follow me on Twitter it's my first name underscore my last name um, or you can look me up on LinkedIn yeah those are the easiest ways to find me okay great uh, thank you Mauro for your time thank you this was really fun thanks for having me I hope you enjoyed this interview as much as I did. 
and if you did don't forget to share with your friends